1: Yeah, I'm talking to you, sassy girl. Need a little ah in your step? Try this on for size. It's it, 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 it Tastes great. It makes you feel kind of funny. Not, not here. Not down there. But all up in this area. Talk about talking A new year in 2023. I have decided to shake things up a bit with my show schedule. So what I've got going is a couple of announcements for new shows and shows that may be switching up a little bit. So what I've decided to do is I'm going to keep Freakout Drive-In as a seasonal show. So all of all of October will be Freakout Drive-In time. And I will contain all of my horror goodness during the month of October. Don't worry, you heard about Pluto is going to stay. So I'll, you'll still hear that. And then I've got some new shows coming up. Um, looking at uh, adding some wrestling content here on Wednesdays for the Jenny Position. That will be focused on GCW, Game Changer Wrestling. That one will be co-hosted by my friend Matt Souza. Also, I am looking to start a new show. I'm not going to give you any of these show names yet because they're really good, but um, I'm going to do a documentary review show um, because I wanted to do a bunch of different content and I don't really know of any shows going right now that are reviewing documentaries and they're everywhere across all streaming we're going to do that one in seasons so the first season we'll take the first topic and do probably five five episodes five documentary reviews about one certain subject um that way i can i feel like i get in depth on a variety of things um but also like give a good amount of time to learning about them that one will be co-hosted by my friend Roger Set and my friend Logan Croslin. Excited to team with those guys. They had a a movie review show last year, and um, so I asked them to come and help me with this. So excited to start that one up with them. As for this episode, this is a classic episode of a show that I do with my best friend, Tim Capel, and it it's called Talk and Pop. Now, this show, if you're not familiar with it, has been across probably four feeds now, three or four feeds now. I love this show. The problem with this show is that it's hard to schedule, but we've done a bunch of really good episodes in the past. So what I'm going to do is pick some of my favorites from Talk and Pop interviews because we did several things we do several things on talk and pop my favorite was interviewing our friends basically um so this interview is with john damato we did this one a couple years ago um it's a classic johnny is a classic and a character so i hope you enjoy it and look for more of these uh, interview, let's call them flashing backs. Place Me Nation, welcome to Talkin' Pop. My name is Jennifer Smith, and I'm going to talk pop with my wonderful, beautiful co-host, Tim Capel. Hi, Tim.
2: Hi, Jenny. And you're wonderful and beautiful yourself oh, this well, evening.
1: thank you. I, I kind can't all, steal all that you. intro from Geek and Sassy, but that's just how it I have wonderful and beautiful friends, so that's just pretty much how it comes out at all times.
2: It's it's like I say, we're rich, beautiful, and everyone wants to fuck us.
1: <laughs> for sure. You, <laughs> especially.
2: Some of those statements are true.
1: <laughs> how are you doing?
2: I'm doing well, and I am uh, excited for our subject in the hot seat tonight. Me too. We've got a little someone a little bit uh, perhaps outside of our usual circle of friends that you might expect, but someone that I am wanting to get to know a little bit better, that I don't know that that well personally right now. So
1: right. why well, don't I we think bring him that, on? Yeah, I think that when we first started this, he was like on our bucket list of guests. Oh, and yeah. And I feel like we kind of needed to like work up to this.
2: Yeah, we need to get a few under our our belts. Mm -hmm. So let's bring in the one, the only, the inimitable J. Arsenio D'Amato. John? Ladies and
3: gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm honored to be on somebody's bucket list. I'd rather be on somebody's uh, fuck it list. There we go. Well, I didn't
1: I'll, I'll say that you weren't uh, on settle. also my fuck it list. But well, go ahead.
3: let's uh, keep that uh, <laughs> off fair. But uh, I'll settle for the bucket list. Uh, thanks, uh, guys. I'm, I'm really flattered. Uh, I've listened to the show. You've had some uh, PTB and uh, main eventers, and uh, I'm more of a mid card guy. So it's uh, nice that uh, I get like a you know, kind of a main event shot here, and uh, i hope to live up to it. I don't know if
2: if you're so much a mid card guy, you, you might be a, a curtain jerker, which is, is not at all a bad thing. I mean, you want to be either in the main event or or opening in the in the first uh, first match of the show, right?
3: Sure. Yeah, you got to set the pace, uh, and, and in this case, uh, yeah, we I got to set the pace into the gutter, uh, which is where we're gonna wind up, or uh, we're gonna or we might be there right now. <laughs> We just just started there. there. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, with the fuck it list. uh, We started right (laughs) off the bat. Got to bring the heat.
2: (laughs) Right. Now, I did did accept your friend request on Facebook earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) as, As Jenny knows, I... I'm a, a social media expert. Yes, uh, I am all over, up and down Facebook, just all over that thing.
1: Yeah,
2: um, prolific user. I mean, really, a, a Facebook super user. Mm-hmm. Um, with but I've never been pictures from
1: 2009 and whatnot. Yes,
2: exactly. Which which you've stalked uh, yes. uh,
1: at,
2: at length, yes. as I understand it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I I was never as elated as I've been to to see a friend request from j arsenio damato today Oh,
3: ah, no, come on I, I assumed that we were friends already It kind of slipped by the radar i'm a i'm a passive uh i, I don't want to pry into anybody's lives so I, i'm by I, uh more of a i receive requests i usually don't uh, give too many so mm. yeah, you're, you're in the uh, you're in the handful uh you know because uh, you know prep for the show but i had assumed we we were already but but we you know we see each other in the chat so much it's kind of like uh, we are and I'm not much of a poster anyway. I just do uh, check-ins because uh, uh, I have yeah, like Al- early onset. I, I have early onset Alzheimer's, so in a few in a few years, I want to <laughs> go go back and see where I was, and uh, you know, make sure I don't see the same uh, group uh, ten times or whatever. Uh.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a real hardship. How do you cope with that? You keep a list, You, you write things down. You, you know, keep a log.
3: It's not easy. It's not easy.
2: All right, so I guess that kind of kind of brings me uh, to the first question that that I have. And Jenny, you of course feel free to jump in any time. I mean, we can expand on on this a lot as we go along here. But uh, first of all, I'm not sure what to call you. Are you Jay? Are
3: you John? Are you uh, Johnny? Is good. Uh, actually, yeah. You know, for a 51 year old man, it should be John, but I like uh, Johnny. I like to uh, you know try to keep my youth. Uh, but whatever you're comfortable with, John or Johnny.
1: In my but mind you're Jad, like just J- yeah, Jade yeah, Jad. Jad. yeah. Jad. yeah, Jad. That's cool.
3: Jad. Whatever Jad. you're comfortable with, yeah. it's, it's all good.
2: I feel like that's the Northeast thing. People just have multiple names that, you know, sort of throw us off, but.
3: Oh, yeah, the Northeast thing, especially, you know, especially if you're Italian, they, they usually are by your last name, so it's always tomato uh, D, uh, Big D, or whatever. But So there's a, there's a lot of ways there.
2: Big D. Big D, but yeah. It, that's... A lot of people put emphasis on the D. Mm-hmm. Of, course it
3: was, it, of course, it was all males that called me that. Man. <laughs> no ladies ever called me that. <laughs>
2: To your well, face,
1: anyway. I mean, you mm,
2: don't know. Sorry. We'll see if that changes after tonight. I, I doubt it. So, <laughs> <laughs> chat us up here. How, how did you get involved with just Place to Be Nation? Who did you sort of hook up with first? How did you find out about the site, podcast, that whole deal?
3: Yeah, kind of after the. Uh, uh, the, the main, uh, cast had uh, had about uh there were about a 15, 20 episodes deep. And, uh, I discovered them through, uh, through like a lot of guys did through the history of wrestling, uh, uh, Graham's Cawthon's great site as, uh, I was, uh, still working at the time. And, uh, was, you have a computer, the internet, uh, instead of doing work, uh, you just, uh, troll the internet and, uh, I'd be on history of wrestling for like five, six hours a day getting paid by the government. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully they're not listening and they won't uh, take back the money, but, uh, and uh yeah and yeah on the history of wrestling side i see this uh, i'm like what's this podcast i had no idea what a freaking podcast was i'm like what's this i'm telling people talk about 80s wrestling that's like my freaking i like nobody talks about 80s wrestling <laughs> and-, and that's like you know, one of my my favorite things in the world, but but you know, nobody else likes it. There's nothing to talk about, so I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" So, you know, I, as a guy at, at that time, I was in uh, whatever my 40s or whatever. I didn't uh, uh, I discovered how to uh, download a podcast, and uh, I was like, "Oh, you know, Excellent. these guys are pretty cool." And uh, yeah, and then I went back and I started listening to them, and then I noticed they had a Facebook page, and I and I would comment on the page and people would actually like my comments. I'm like, ooh, somebody likes me. You know, I'm a man with limited friends and, uh, you know, limited interests. And then, you know, exchange comments with with 80s wrestling. I'm like, holy shit, nobody likes this shit. I thought I was the only idiot that liked this stuff, so. (laughs) and then it just built from there and eventually, uh, you know, Scott and Justin we ha- have, have me on the on the cast and then uh and then we, we uh had a bigger WrestleMania meetup and we we actually met up which were, which is the greatest and uh and that leads into another uh, classic story. So uh, uh when I was working there was always a bunch of uh you know, ladies at work that were, you know, your work friends that uh, we would always talk to and they would always like sure. uh you know, take they would always take pleasure in my uh, you know, romantic uh Welcome. mishaps or lack of or ro- lack of any romance at all. So, uh, so, so right before this WrestleMania, I'm, I'm getting re- I'm getting ready to meet like Scott and Justin and the, and the boys for the for the first time. I'm going to WrestleMania, so they're like, "Oh, what are you doing this weekend?" So I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to to the WrestleMania." So, so you know, uh, you nosy uh, nosy bitches, uh, they're, they're like, "Oh, who you, going, who you going with?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just going. I'm going with some friends. I'm going to meet some friends there." Oh yeah, we're we're, we're friends. They're friends from school or what? They're prying. and prying. I'm like, Yeah, right. oh, you know, some guys that, that I." that I met through this, uh, you know, through the Facebook through the thing. They're like, what? You met guys through Facebook? You're fucking single. You should be meeting women through Facebook, you <laughs> fucking idiot. They're like, what, what are you going to a wrestling match with a bunch of guys you meet? I, I say you're pathetic. No wonder why, you uh, you're going to be single right, for the rest really. of your life. You're supposed to meet women through uh, social media. Oh, they sound God,
1: like why. a bunch of jealous bitches, I've got to say. No,
3: uh, trust me, they weren't jealous. Uh-huh. No, there was not. Uh, they, they, they no, There was never any offers uh, like that they, no, they, They're just uh, they, it, it, They're just good I, I have a low uh, limited uh, ego So I, I don't mind uh, being the butt of the jokes uh, Making people feel better about themselves Especially uh, at, at the work You know people that actually work for you So you make them feel better about themselves And you might get a little work out of them
2: <laughs> Not a bad strategy <laughs>
1: yeah. Which Wrestlemania was that? Yeah.
3: yeah It was the last one in MetLife uh, 29 29 was
2: that the first wrestlemania that you attended
3: yes that was believe it or not because yeah even though there were others in uh, madison square garden that was uh the 90s and 2000 was uh just uh all work and uh, no play it was just uh you know pay, paying the mortgage paying the bills and all that 90s and 2000s was uh n- no fun for johnny it was just uh work okay. 12 16 hours and uh just work and uh, maybe have a couple drinks with the boys and uh you know, a date once in uh, every six months, uh, once every lunar eclipse, and uh, that was it. It, it wasn't much uh, fun time, so I'm making up for it now.
2: What, uh, what did you do for a
3: living? Uh, I was a federal agent with a uh, great government, uh, with oh. the immigration uh, department, uh, which uh, could be a uh, debate for a six-hour podcast we're not gonna <laughs> pretty so much, much but, uh, yeah. yeah yeah but it was uh but i have no complaints uh, about it. it was a it was a great career 25 years and uh, it allowed me to retire early uh in my late 40s i'm 51 now i've been retired for a couple of years now and uh sure. I, I did i did the math and I, i'm like hey i don't I never got lucky with the wife and kids and stuff, so the bills are limited. I'm, uh, I'm a minimalist, so I don't, you know, spend a lot of money. So I uh, I did the math, and I'm like, hey, I could live off, the, you know, the retirement pension, and I'm still doing it.
2: Holy shit. So they take care of their people, in other words. it's 25, yeah. 25 years, you put in your time, and you're out. Yeah, definitely. Set up for life. Nice. Good work, if you can find it. Would you uh, – would you be, like, furloughed right now if you were still? Yes,
3: uh, yes, my uh, fellow, yes, I would not be getting paid, ironically, if <laughs> I was still working. yeah, yeah. A lot of my, uh, my, my fellow cohorts, they're suffering right now, but what are you going to do? Would you be showing up for work
2: if you were getting
3: paid? <laughs> well, yeah, because they're going to get it eventually, just in, in one month or But, yeah, the ones that live paycheck to paycheck are, are in a rough spot.
2: Yeah, no doubt. I guess the kind of thing that you walk away from it, then you put in that much time, you're kind of, kind of fucking yourself, even though it's a bad deal, you know, to go in day after day and know, well, uh, I'm going to have to find some way to make ends meet for a while here until, um, you know, I get that paycheck back and all the back pay.
3: Yeah, I left a lot of money on the table, but one thing I learned, that uh, time is more valuable than money, and... Uh uh you guys, yeah you, you guys will uh when you guys get into your, your golden years you, you guys are still young uh young and chipper so uh, Hell, I kind in, of already.
1: i'll be I dead kind of, long before then
3: <laughs> oh come on
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i kind of already agree with that that, that time is <laughs> <laughs> the most valuable commodity um you know even having to work now and and not feeling like that's uh the best use of my or anyone's time. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, envy you a bit. Now nah, uh, I got to give you kids credit though, because uh, and, and now would like the you know there's like uh, jobs got three uh, finding learning the deal three in quality of life and three and four day work weeks instead of uh, just do uh, ten hours a day four days a week instead of uh, instead of the way they they slaved us you know, um, you know with the five days the five day work week is kind of antiquated if you could swing it. You know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I wish
3: it was more antiquated. <laughs> <laughs> quality of life is uh, yeah. there's I more emphasis it. on quality of life nowadays which is good
1: well I've been a stay at home mom for like 10 years and uh, have recently um, contemplated returning to the workforce in the capacity of a of a waitress and because uh, basically you know that's pretty much the only thing I'm qualified to do is like bring people shit and like <sighs> run around for them because like I said I'm a stay-at-home mom. So, you know, I, I I'm I'm considering my options when it comes to that. What do you guys think? Should I be a should I be a waitress at 36 years old?
3: Where's your local Hooters? Uh?
1: <laughs> I got a Sammy's Gentleman's Club nearby. Yeah. I could try that. Uh there's the Waffle House, of course, you know. You could always clean yeah. up there.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw a nice video from the Waffle House. Right? Uh, yes. I saw my future wife. I saw my future wife on the <laughs> <other> should, video.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should come down here and meet her. Do you fresh. have
3: a?
2: Do you have any pineapple earrings? Hoop pineapple earrings?
1: No, but I can acquire some.
2: Yeah, okay, need to get some of the. Why do you say waitress? Like I could see you more as maybe a bartender. I mean, I I don't love... read too much into that. Yeah.
1: Cause... Well, you know. Uh… That might be too tempting, and you know the one uh, drink that I make is jack and diet Coke, so like you know, well, as long as you order that or a beer, I could probably hook you up, but other than that, um and plus, you probably need bartending experience right, to get hired as a bartender. Is anybody gonna like be like, "Hey, this chick wants to be a bartender at thirty six and like, give me a shot. Would that work?, mm-hmm. I don't know like I, I I have no clue like how that works anymore. As jobs go, plus I couldn't pass a drug test anyway. Do they drug test <laughs> bartenders? Uh, no. I think they cannot
2: possibly drug. I test I mean, people like, because the there wouldn't services. be any, right? No, no. I all I hear about is the prolific uh, amounts of substance abuse that goes on right, in yeah. the yeah, food service industry. So, right. which I understand. I mean, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do,
1: right? And I had a friend today when I was telling her my plan, she was like, she was a server for a long time, and she said well, have you ever been a server before? And I was like, well, when I was 15, but, like, seriously, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty smart. Like, I could probably figure it out. Like, <laughs> I know nah, my I way mean, around food and drinks and, like, people telling me what to do. So, like, I'm probably pretty good at that.
3: You definitely master the customer service game. Uh, wherever you uh, you choose to work, you would probably be a manager or taking over that place in uh, within weeks.
1: So. I mean, that's what I figure too, right?
3: That's right. definitely.
2: I mean, when you think about it, bringing people shit not too too far off from giving people shit right which i can do that as good. well you know? yeah you're kind of adept right. in, in that capacity yeah. all um, right well let's get back to jad here and i want to know like where did you where were you born where did you grow up i mean i think people can make assumptions about your background but we're not about doing that on this show i want to hear i want to hear it from you yourself so what, what was your upbringing like?
3: Well, uh, do I have a New York accent or yeah. what is it? is that what you're trying to say?
2: <laughs> you know, debatably <laughs> that, that could be inferred.
3: <laughs> yes. New York all my life, obviously. Uh, we were out there struggling like in uh, Queens and in the hood. And I think uh, after like uh, getting robbed like 11 times, the, the old man uh, <laughs> got like, uh, he, he took out a mafia loan and uh, he got us to Long Island, the <laughs> <laughs> suburbs, uh, the lily white suburbs. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah in, in a neighborhood, uh, which is about uh, probably more whiter than uh, Utah. <laughs> I, uh, I grew up, yeah, went, went to high school there on Long Island, uh, the suburbs, uh, yeah, the mean streets of Long Island. And uh, that—that's where I reside today. Although I'm—I uh, kind of moved uh, on my own. I moved uh, more towards the White Treasure section uh, <laughs> to, 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 that... fit, to, to fit my uh, government
2: uh, economy, I was uh, say, <laughs> yeah. Is that by design, expectation, preference? Uh,
3: it, it, it's not bad for, if you single, I wouldn't uh, for, for ki- if, you know for kids and all that. It would be a different game as far as the uh, you know, school district was a lot nicer with my. My folks raised me, but, uh, but, it, but it's all right over here. Yeah. And I, I, I never left. I went to school, uh, too. I, I couldn't really afford to go away. I, I wanted to go away and I should have, it would have been better for life, uh, uh, life lessons and, uh, stuff like that. And, uh, cultural lessons but uh, my job actually offered me uh great uh, cultural lessons because like i said growing up in uh in school uh, you know my neighborhood it was all you know 99% literally white but as i went to uh, i went to st john's university in queens and uh, started to become integrated with the uh, you know different cultures races et cetera. And, and my job was the the greatest of all time as far as that and i, I learned uh, very very quickly uh after a couple of years on the job that the. Uh, there are wonderful people of all uh, races, nationalities, et etc. And I also learned that there are some terrible people of all races, nationalities, yes. etc. And it's and it's spread evenly across uh, the board. So uh, that that helped me, uh, you know, learn to have an open mind to everything
2: right. about everything. Sometimes an asshole is just an asshole. Right. Exactly. No what. yeah. Yeah. Whatever they, yeah.
3: whatever language they speak. Except uh, yeah, there's one, uh, the, the, there's one kind of section of uh, every every uh, the limited uh, confrontations or fights that I've had has been with uh, one certain uh, section, uh, the white trash uh, section.
1: Mm. 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 So, you've been, so in, you've been in a fist fight before, is what you're saying?
3: Ah, just a couple, man. I'm about a uh, two and two, uh, and, and, two and, and the two, two wins I. And the two ones I had, the guys were, uh, were, were were past drunk, so it's nothing to brag about, yeah. There's lovers, and there's fighters, and then there's uh, the third category. That's where I fall in. Uh, none of the above. <laughs> <laughs> or both.
1: That's what I was going to say. It sounds like both. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> two kinds, but uh, it's not that way. No, not at all. No, actually, uh, I was, uh, like, real big. Uh, I, uh, I grew real big early, so I was like a giant. Like in sixth grade, I was like twice the size of everybody, so I never really had the to, to fight because I was bigger than everybody. The, the, like like yeah. my few fights, the, my my couple fights in school were were kind kind of handling somebody else that was bullying somebody else. I didn't like bullies at all, so that was uh, my rare fights. And, uh, and and I was huge in everybody, so I never really had to had to scrap. So
2: like, would people get drunk and just try to fuck with you, kind of thing, or?
3: Uh, nah no, nah, not, nah, not, nah, kind of the, 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 drunken ones were, I, I was always with some idiot that, that, uh, liked to fight. So ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, yeah. it, it was just this, uh, so I had to, I caught some, uh, you know, secondary, uh, fire.
2: Right. It, it turns into, what do you call it? I got hit
3: with some shrapnel. Like I did hit with some shrapnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it starts out not being your fight. And then like somebody else's, uh, uh, perhaps their mouth is, is. Writing a check, their ass can't cash, as they yeah. say.
3: Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I, I, I coming out of work in in the city one time. Uh, I, I think I had a bright shirt on, and I think it was, it was a case of maybe a gay bashing, and I wasn't gay. And uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said something to one of my friends, and, and, and within two seconds, he cracked the guy with a bottle. And next thing I know, I was <laughs> uh, there. Were like, there were like three guys on top of me, and uh, yeah, it was mm. uh, that was a rough one. Oh, yeah, that was a rough beating. Mm-hmm.
2: And the two for two, where did, uh,
3: which side of the <laughs> equation did that one that on? Oh, that was, a, that was a, definitely a knockout. Man. That, was a, that was an L. That was that an L. L. <laughs> Damn,
2: that sucks. Under the circumstances, I was really pulling for you. <laughs> nah. Uh, any, any fights over, uh, over over women? Any, uh, you mentioned you're not. Not a lover or a fighter, but sometimes the the two intersect. Any anything like that going on?
3: Uh, w- once again, it was a friend. Uh, a, a, a couple of guys I, I, that I rolled with at work were uh, were kind of were quite the ladies' men, and uh, yeah, they would uh, they, they would cause a lot of jealousy because you know a couple of a couple of the guys that would just walk right into a club and chicks would be all over them, and a lot of other guys didn't like that, so mm. I, got, I got caught up in some of the defenders, some of them. Collateral damage. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I cannot wait till Mania New York with you It's going to be amazing You're going to cause fights everywhere we go Can't wait to see it
2: You're looking
3: forward to that? I am mm. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen you, you never know,
1: I'm just saying
3: I'm a man of peace, that was before I, uh, yeah. That was before I took up yoga man.
1: Sure, sure, yeah DDP has changed your life like everybody else <laughs>
3: You think a giant group of uh,
2: wrestling fans there to see WrestleMania could uh, could take the entire nightclub?
1: PTBN fans, yeah.
2: Okay, all right.
1: Especially if yeah. I'm there, because I will fight.
2: Yeah, I believe you.
1: I will scratch and cut.
2: All right, I'm going to need you to report back.
1: I will. I'm
2: going to be a little bit disappointed if uh, we don't get a story like that.
1: Me too.
3: Got to be careful, Jane. They lock people up in New York.
1: I'm, I don't uh, give a fuck.
3: Women too. <laughs> don't. <Damn. laughs> <laughs> women too. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so
2: you are are not married, um, currently. Said you do not have children. Currently,
3: currently, never, and probably not for the next two lives. Uh,
2: okay, well, that's where I was going <laughs> with that. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't want to get married or see yourself uh, no,
3: no, that's, no that's not my choice that's the choice of uh the female population that's not my choice oh
2: well see now i'm getting a little
3: sad yeah i, don't, I, don't, I just don't believe no, don't that feel bad at for all me. no 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 don't feel bad don't feel bad at all i'm not i'm, I'm good i'm good with it Man, i'm good with it it's okay, oh, it's okay. just that, that, i'm lucky in just about every other thing in life except for that 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 one thing so there's no complaints here i, I don't mean to be why 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 Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's just uh, something ever since. Uh, like I said, when I, it, it kind of snowballed because, uh, like, uh, like I explained before, when I was young, I was like twice the size of everybody, so I wasn't like a, I wasn't like a, a hot kid growing up. I was, uh, you know, fat, acne, you know, I, I wasn't the cute kid. So, so I noticed like, uh, what is it like, twelve, thirteen? When, uh, you know, when, when some of their friends I would hang out with, I'd be like, hey, what are you doing tonight? They wouldn't answer their phone and uh, they wouldn't be with me because they were off. You know, with the girls playing, spin the bottle, and uh, nobody, nobody ever asked me. So mm. that—that's the first time. Uh, hey, what's with the silence, uh, you know? No, uh, I'm, proce- I'm
2: processing. It's not supposed to
1: be a wow, wow, wow. No, uh, I mean like it, it might be a peacock situation. So like, you know, I gotta. It's meet. just the
3: facts of life, and you know, shit's just, just snowballs from there. You know, once you start late, and then you you just never get the hang of uh, being uh, suave with the chicks and and all that, and uh, you know. Hmm.
2: But it's not like a, I'm just not interested in marriage. It's more of a, it's more a feeling of it. It didn't really work out. That yeah,
3: I was I was engaged a, a couple of times, and uh, yeah, that ended in the disasters. Unfortunately, it didn't mm-hmm. uh, didn't quite work out. That they, they were, you know, found other. Other ways, but uh it's okay. It's all it's all good. I'm not one of these uh incels that uh is like, hey, go to the gonna go to my local uh, gonna go gonna go to my local sorority and uh you bitches don't want <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, it's all good. This are still uh You know,
2: you're not posting diatribes on YouTube and and blaming women for for not throwing
3: themselves at you? No, nah, there's never been there. as as bad uh, luck I have. I do, uh, you know, I am fortunate. I, I do have a couple. What do they call them? Friends with uh, benefits. With, I don't know oh. what the or, or is that is that an old uh, no no term? that's uncomfortable. I, I, I don't know what your kids call it nowadays, but yeah, there's there's always that. So yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna be one of those insults that has it all backed up where you can't think straight. So, so how does
1: how do you, that how does that friends with benefits thing work? Like, can you truly like have that, or is that a myth?
3: No, nah, you definitely can. What are you, what are you kidding me? That's not a
1: myth. <laughs> I'm just saying. What, do you like... thinking
3: this is something you see on TV or the movies? No, that's right. not the whole thing. What, are you kidding <laughs> me? Yeah.
1: So, like, you don't have to, like, put any expectations on it or, you know, there's no uh, weirdness. Oh, no way.
3: No way.
2: What's the, uh, what's the extent of the friendship? Like, it's... Somebody like would you say close friends talk every day a lot or is it really just a
3: nah, a couple of texts casual a thing
2: year. and hook up a couple sort of, of a
3: couple it. texts a week uh, you know, a couple uh, you know, dinners or whatever a month and then that's about it gotcha
2: hmm.
1: so cool. so okay so why not the relationship then like just because you don't want to or they don't want to like or- mm,
3: friends with benefits of uh, they're not. They're the not relationshipable. Uh, is that a word? Uh, yeah, no,
1: it is now.
3: Yeah, None they're kind it. of. Uh, it's kind of. They're kind of good to just hang out and have a dinner with on uh, the unmentionable, uh, and, uh, and that's that. And they probably think the same about me. So you say it's uh, a and, m- uh, mutual and they probably, right? probably think the unmentionable isn't. Uh, you know, isn't worth it. <laughs> they <they're>, <laughs> just in it for the dinner. They just in it for the dinner. So <laughs>
2: Okay, so who pays? Do you pay?
3: Oh, of course. Man. Yeah. Always? Of course. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Mm. That's something that, that maybe is a generational thing. You know, the whole, oh, we'll go Dutch. Or this time I've got it. Next time, you know, you'll get it.
3: But mm-hmm. you seem old-fashioned. Yeah, not, not, not in my world. Nah, it's not. So, yeah, uh, yeah, a mixture of me being old-fashioned, and uh, I usually define the uh, financially unresponsible uh <laughs> Friends, okay, okay. <laughs> they seem to flock. They seem to flock to me. The fiscally irresponsible seem to uh, flock to me.
2: And you know, yeah, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, and that sort of goes a long way in explaining the why they're not necessarily relationshipable.
3: <laughs> Cackle. The, the, these aren't jokes, folks. This no. is just true life. It's, I love it. <laughs> Uh, Some, sometimes the truth is the funniest thing. <laughs> you can't make it up.
2: No, definitely not. So,
1: hmm. I'm, Jenny, so, glad you y'all are, no, I'm so glad y'all are carrying my ass through this because I'm just purely entertained and like contributing nothing at all to the conversation. Oh, you
2: contribute plenty. <laughs> we, we hear that that little like squeal with delight in in the background. That's all I got. We, we this know. Is great.
1: No, I just—I yeah. guess it's just because um, nothing in my experience has ever been in that realm of friends with benefits, so I don't—I don't know the dynamics of it. So it's fascinating to me, you know what I mean? To like separate the the feelings and the and the physical and the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's different. And, and
3: also of- the uh, the online dating stuff is is. is it, it's rough in your fifties. And also it's rough if you're not like hot, cause it's a very visual uh, thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, whatever. I'm a three or four at best. I mean, I'm, I'm realistic about, you know, my looks and all that. I, I, I try to, uh, you know, you know, keep the weight down. So uh, yeah. uh, at least I'm pre- presentable, but, uh, it, it is what it is. I, the, the opposite sex will know how hot you are. So I don't, I don't get, uh, 20, 30, uh, propositions a week. So it's, uh, that, that, that's tough slating right there. But, uh, and uh, but also the last time uh somebody was actually uh generous enough to uh, swipe right or whatever the last tinder date and uh we went out a couple times and then on the uh the third date whatever you do what you got to do on the third date then uh and, and seems things seem to be going swimmingly well but eventually my uh awkwardness or my lonerness or whatever it just kind of uh it just kind of sometimes and uh and uh, unfortunately it made her feel like a little uh, uncomfortable as, as we were saying good night i don't know, i just don't know what it is i did or uh, uh, something i did just something awkward and uh we were just giving that good night hug and she just says you're weird oh my and God. uh and and i knew i was never gonna see her again i was like oh boy I was like you know I'm not, it, it, everything went well you know for the day everything went normal the ending was uh normal as everything and then uh, something went left, and I just uh, did something. And then, yeah, when she said that you are weird, that made me feel like, oh, it's just back to being this again. And what? The hell? Well,
1: that's like super okay. fucked up of her.
3: Just- mm, I, I'm not totally uh, innocent. I mean, I am. I, I did. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I blocked that in my mind. I, I just did something uh, awkward and just made her feel like uncomfortable. And made her feel like uh, regret- Made her feel regretful for what she just did, uh, even though she had a uh, you know a good time. <sighs> Unless she faked having a good time. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. she... Know.
2: You said this was like the third date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I mean, it's not like... You know, I guess you could say you're dating, but, you know, still early enough that it's easy to pull the ripcord, but I don't know. That's a that's an odd reaction for someone <laughs> to have I feel like it. Yeah, like, I don't
3: know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. It, it, uh, no, I, I, I take I take a lot of blame because I'm not like good at like small talk and stuff. So sometimes it, if we're not talking about anything concrete, uh, it could be a little awkward, awkward silences and uh, awkward conversations and stuff. I'm not I'm I'm not going to just bullshit and say, oh, you know, I have the weather today and all that. Once again, that, that comes down, I, I saw guys, uh, you know, a couple of my good friends that, that I work with, they were, they were just like so hot, they would just like go up to a girl and say, hey, it's uh, 70 degrees today, and the next thing you know, the the chick's down on the knees in front of them. You know, you know. <laughs> it, it's like, what was it, the, uh, remember the office episode at the the bookstore, and uh, Daryl's like, hey, you just got to talk to him, hey, right, yeah. hey, sex on the first date, all right. <clears throat>
2: Yeah. I mean, some guys really don't have to try. I mean, that is, that is true. I just, I can't imagine though, the, with the, the dating app, I mean, it's kind of a different world for me, but just the, the way that the dating apps are now with, you know, people that, you know, swipe left, swipe right. And then you get a match and they ghost you, or you might be, you know, having a, a pretty genuine, decent conversation and, and then all of a sudden it, it just kind of goes cold and you're not sure why. And I, I just, I feel, I feel like that would be so incredibly frustrating. Um, especially I mean, you, from a world it, where, you know, you didn't have to deal with it. Now it's just like everywhere.
3: It, it's very visual, but also like I, I read the profiles and I, I, I try to work my own, but it, it, it's, it's kind of, uh, I don't want to say creepy, but it's also, I guess it's a little weird when, uh, you just, you know, you read, read the profile and you say, Hey, uh, your favorite movie's Pulp Fiction? Mine, too. Uh, let's fuck. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I try to work that angle, but that's kind of... Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> ideal either. So. We're both right here for the same thing. It's Pathetic.
1: But that's yeah. what I mean. Like, what, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just... Me and my personality, like, why not just say that shit? You know, just Mm -hmm. like, why does it have to be awkward? And even if it's awkward, just embrace the awkwardness and just like make a joke out of it or, you know, just roll with it because everybody's like that. You know, very few people are just not awkward. Like, most people are awkward. So, like, that's why I I kind of hate this bitch who said that to you. Like, you're (laughs) weird. Like, Fuck you! You know what? You're weird too, bitch. Like, seriously, why would you say that? That's messed up. And we're all just weird, okay? Just live with that and live in the live in the awkwardness. Thrive on the awkwardness because it's great. It's character building. That's what we do. Mm-mm.
3: Bravo! Thank you. Eh.
1: Yeah. yeah, they just gotta find somebody that
3: could uh, that could deal with it. That's okay.
1: But I'm a fucking weirdo anyway, so.
2: What the shit? Do uh, I mean? it, again, you're there for the same reason. Get together, do what you do, and then uh, you, you you roll over and smoking a cigarette, smoking a J, whatever it is. That's when you can go, man. How about that Uma Thurman? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Fill in the the spaces between the you know the 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 action. Basically, that's all. That's good for, as far as I'm concerned. We're all looking for that comfortable
3: silence. Uh, right.
1: It, it, it the natural, to, yes. The
2: it,
0: natural
1: it always
3: goes back film. to Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Comfortable silence.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then and then the drug overdose and, and then the shot in the chest.
0: Yeah. I mean, we all
1: need that, right?
0: A oh, shot in the chest. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I, see,
2: I see what you're trying to do.
1: Yeah, I tried. It was awkward, and we all lived. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
3: I've had some dates that were similar to that, not not, not quite the uh, adrenaline shot to the chest, but similar. <laughs> With the overdose. Uh, maybe save
2: that one for the fourth. I fucking like right? love
1: that scene because I just watched Pulp Fiction like two weekends ago. I love that scene where she snorts the heroin, and then mm-hmm. right away it's just like. She's like, oh, shit. She's rubbing her nose like, oh, my God, that was not right. That was not right. And she's just fucked up. Just completely out of it gone. Yeah. That's a
0: great-
2: Another inappropriate uh, Christmas Day viewing choice. Yes. In- oh, so. But wonderful. Yep. Yeah. All right. So think We ought to perhaps head into a break now and thank God. (laughs) No, just kidding, it's all good. Oh, no, we're just getting started.
0: Oh, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we're
2: we're gonna hear some very important announcements from our sponsors here on Place three Nation. And we will come back on the other side to continue the conversation with Jay Arsenio D Amato. See you then.
0: promotional consideration
3: paid for by the following.
0: PlayStation is Justin Rosero and Chad Campbell here. We want to let you know that we have a ton of great podcasts available to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and PlayStation.com. And we now offer them to you on two great feeds. On the PlayStation Wrestling feed, we bring you the Mothership, the Place to Be podcast, main event, Survey Says, Wrestling War Zone, a Monday Night Wars podcast retrospective, No Holds Barred, Jeff Learns Wrestling, in our monthly pay per view reaction shows. On top of that, we're also dipping into the vault, re releasing the entire catalog of where the big boys play for your enjoyment in addition to these full-length shows, we also deliver special network pod blasts on topics old and new. The Place to Be Nation pop feed is loaded with great content offering such tremendous
2: shows covering the land of pop culture such as Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, the Glenn Butler Podcast Hour Spectacular, Sunday Groove, PTB in Play, Freak Out Drive-In, Songs with Friends, looking forward looking back and lucha undead as well as a veritable podcast heaven for comics fans with the hard traveling fanboys sellers points conversation comics dc post-crisis management marvel age and marvel age Masterclass, plus weekly pod blasts that cover the gamut of comic topics the feed is also filled with insightful sports content including the nba team this week in the nfl
0: and more And you can find all these current shows, plus archives of our past podcasts, including the Kevin Kelly Show as well by subscribing to both feeds on iTunes and while there be sure to rate and leave feedback as well all these shows plus others available at playstation.com we cover pro wrestling sports, movies, comics in-depth stretch projects and more be sure to support our site by using playstation.com forward slash Amazon while doing your online shopping and download our free PTB vintage vault refresh e-books via the links on our site we also want to thank our friends at Boneheads Wing Bar prowrestlingonly.com and thehistoryofwrestling.com be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Tumblr as well playstation.com the only place to be in your pop culture world.
2: Cunnilingus and psychotherapy. That's what brought us here.
1: Fuck yeah.
2: Hello, once again, I am Tim Capel with Jennifer Smith, and in our hot seat tonight jay arsenio damato and i just stole that quote from him we were talking a little sopranos over the break um you know we we seem to have gotten you to open up a little bit more than perhaps you you expected would would that be true mr JAB? Uh,
3: yes definitely i'm uh like i said i'm a low ego guy i'm uh i'm more of a you guy not a me guy so but uh it was good. I appreciate that you guys uh, brought some stuff out of me. I don't I'm not really uh, comfortable talking about myself, but uh I'm I'm glad that there are a couple things that that could be entertaining and uh, not boring. So More of a, More
2: yeah. of a you not an I. I love that. I'm going to take it I'm going <laughs> to use it.
1: <laughs> I think there's more people interested in you than you would realize, honestly. I do uh, too.
3: I I appreciate that I'm uh, I'm I'm not like a, a guys a bro-y guys guy. What's the uh, you know average ninety nine percent of the, the guys? What, what do they want? They want to live like uh, movie stars. Party like rock stars and uh, bang like porn stars. Rock like uh, porn stars. Oh yeah, I'm not. Jesus. I'm not really. I'm not really one of those. Yeah, I saw that stupid fire doc. Yes. <laughs> that's, where, that's where I got it from. That's where I got. it No, we can talk about that.
2: Yeah, we'll say
1: uh, we can at length because I'm obsessed quote, with that. Well, every shit.
3: quote I got is stolen. It's not. A, I don't think I have an original quote in my. Uh, in my I don't believe goes, that uh, shit one, at all. One brain cell, but yeah. No way. Mm.
2: Did you watch both documentaries? I have to ask now. I just saw the Netflix uh okay. I just saw the Netflix one.
1: It's yeah. the superior one in my opinion.
2: You like the Netflix one better? I
1: think so, yeah.
3: Mm, okay.
2: Even
1: though the Hulu one did have the guy, the guy there, which I yeah. always fucking forget his last name. Uh McFarland. Uh, McFarland. No.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Brad? No. Jeff? No.
3: No. Billy. Billy.
2: Billy. Billy. <laughs>
1: So knew it. It's that, was guy the last, that
3: was the last. thing. The uh, the island guy from Bahamas, like, hey Billy, what's up? Uh, Billy, Billy called them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. During yeah. his interview, the Billy called the island guy. Yes, yes. He's like, yeah hey, Billy, I'm talking to the guy from the movie here. They shitted on you, man.
1: <laughs> 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 As they should be. What a fucking asshole that guy is.
3: Oh yeah, that was
2: rough. That was rough. I just, I will just say that uh, I thought Booth. I think both are well worth watching. Definitely. Uh, I watched the Netflix one first, then the Hulu one, back-to-back. Uh, back. Uh, this was my my Saturday night. Same. Um, I, I have no regrets, and I think they should be watched in that order. I, mm-hmm. I think that's the way to go.
3: Mm-hmm. Did, the, uh, did the Hulu one have as great a moment as when uh... – <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, Billy's a uh, financial guy. When, yeah. Uh, when, when he, when the blowjob he, one. He said, yeah, yeah. He said, uh, Billy told me that I uh, have to go down. and uh, <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you prepared to go down and uh, give give all six? I was like, hey, there's, there's not a moment as good as that. Huh? Right. That you know, was anyone? amazing.
1: And I believe it 100%. Like, he was ready to go and blow that customs guy for sure he was going to do that.
0: Well,
2: talk about uh, confessions. You you did not think you would make on camera,
1: right? During the
2: interview, I I don't think he expected himself to.
1: I don't think he did either.
2: Fess up to that. <laughs> Which anyway, we we've said too much. People just need to watch it for sure, and and come away with their own conclusions. <laughs> oh my God, so good. <laughs> All right, now I want to know. I don't even know how to ask this question exactly. It's it's not a big question. I just. I don't know how to phrase it so I'll just say uh do you have like a fake phone voice or are you just kind of you 24/7 no
3: nah, no nah, that's no that's not a fake phone voice That's uh, I, if if it was it would uh, be a, a better voice with better diction and stuff <laughs>
1: <laughs> like what
3: yeah, just a more professional uh, voice. Uh, if if it was uh, a fake, uh, I try to keep well, it professional. I, I listen back to one of my uh, me, me and Roger, one of our uh, inside the NFL. I, I sound like a. Like Roger does the long narratives, and I just try try to do the bullet points. But one time when I was talking for a long time, I sounded like a Triple H, uh, 1999, uh, and I am the game. I'm the uh, Patriot. Uh, I'm gonna win the game uh, for the next 20 minutes. Uh, I was like, uh, 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 I was like, yeah. Yes,
2: so I guess the other side of that question, like can you turn it off or do you ever feel like you you have to or you should turn it off and put on a different kind of
3: a, calm, mis- a, a, a calm conversational voice uh sh- sure that's, customer that's, service uh, voice perhaps I know, kind of, yeah I, actually uh going back to uh in my work career i do uh you know you, you put in for a couple uh promotions whatever just to uh, get more money uh, or whatever to just to, to have a better life and uh and, and then you, eventually you're in positions where you got to give presentations and stuff. And, uh, and sure, I went to like, leadership classes on how to give presentations. And uh, my, once again, my diction, I know there's a lot of you knows, like, like they critique you after. And, and, and the guy said, said yeah, you got to, you know, you, you say a lot of you knows, alms and uh, your diction. And, but, but, but he says what pulls you through. Uh, ahead of uh, a lot of other people that struggle with that is your new york accent and and plus like uh, i always throw like one or two killer one-liners in there and (laughs) so once you once you get everybody laughing they forget about all that you know you knows and uh, ums and shit so you got the the advantage as far as that's concerned oh agreed
1: 100 percent. because when i first started listening and like hearing you on shows and and stuff it's not i don't notice any of that like i just notice your personality like i for the most part, all the people that I love on on podcasts—that's what I notice about them. I don't notice the the little ticks in their in their voices or their the way they speak. You know, it's just their personality that comes through. And you're definitely like the head of the class when it comes to that.
3: It's the New uh, York accent yeah, that, that 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 is an advantage. When I go to like a, 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 other states and uh, stuff, people are like infatuated with the uh, everything in New York and the accent and all that.
1: So. Same thing with Southern.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Dirty South born, Dirty <laughs> South bred, catfish fried up, Dirty South food.
2: <laughs> I feel like uh, everyone should have to go on record with their phone voice, with their customer service voice, Ooh. on who does a, a Place to Be Nation podcast. Hmm. I, I don't know. I think that would be, if not revealing, at least funny. All I, right. I want to hear that from from every single person. And I can't do it right – and that's the thing. You can't just do it on demand. It's just sort of one of those automatic things that – I mean, at least for me, I I find myself slipping into if I'm at work and I get a call from an unknown number that, okay, normally I wouldn't take. But if for some reason I do take it or I have to take it, it's – yeah, it's going to be full-on customer service mode with that. I don't know that thing that white people do.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the white voice. Yeah, yeah it a, Already,
2: already, we're all white, but but we know what we're talking. We know what we do here with with this this little game that we play with ourselves and and each other. So, I, I just I want to get everyone's phone voice on record in some form or fashion. That's all right.
1: A, yeah, that sounds like a a special that we need to work on for Talking Pop.
2: Do you have one, Jenny?
1: I mean, I feel like I probably do because <clears throat> I have to talk to pharmacies and shit a lot. And um, my son's school called today and I, I heard myself doing it. And uh, it's something like this. Let me let me think. Um, can I speak to the mother of Ethan Smith? Yeah, this is she.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. Went a little bit high. <laughs>
1: yes, it's definitely high.
2: Went up a little bit, That's and we... and
1: and super polite, um, and uh, accommodating to whatever they want, unless I'm pissed off, which does happen frequently with pharmacies, and then you have to get really firm with mm. with the person, and which I've done, which I've gotten better at, just out of necessity after all the years of dealing with bullshit, and so you just like get to the point. You're just like cut out all the fucking politeness and they can hear like how pissed off you are. And it, it seems to help. Okay. All right.
2: Yeah. I I don't have to take too, too many angry phone calls or, or I really can't get angry when I'm talking to anyone at work, but, uh, that would be a different phenomenon too, where it goes up. It gets a little more fast paced maybe. Mm-hmm. And, uh,
1: and then when you're mad, you get real clipped, you know, just mm-hmm. like short, an- short answers and like exasperated sighs in my case when they try to bullshit Exas- around. Yes. like, <sighs> exasperated size. It's like, I'm sorry, Miss Smith. We can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. Like, <sighs> are you fucking serious right now? Mm. Something like that.
2: All right.
1: It's very intimidating. Right. I'm sure.
2: I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, I get intimidated listening and talking to you sometimes. Oh, well, I'm
1: sure, definitely. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I know lots of our our guests and listeners do too.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at Jad—he can't even say anything over there. But they love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jad,
2: what is your uh, like family situation? Are you? You mentioned you came from kind of a big family. Are y'all pretty tight today? Pretty close knit family
3: uh not, not actually not not big i just had a i have an older sister who is uh a ol uh like 8 years older and uh fortunately uh after after the, they had her they uh, my uh, my mom they, they had another baby they lost her. Uh, so and they said they would quit after that uh, second kid so they lost the baby and uh, a couple of years later they uh decided to take another go at it and, uh, and that's oh, why i'm here that's why i'm here so yeah so i'm fortunate in that and uh yeah i mean i'm uh, not, not uh, overly uh, close to my folks they're still around they're still in the 80s and uh that, that's another reason why i retired early because uh they uh, require some uh you know taking the doctors and uh treatment and whatnot but wow mm-hmm. that's that's stuff everybody's got to go through uh you know thank god i still have them and uh, and, and all that and uh I, I mean i wasn't like like super tight my pops is kind of like old school italian uh and not, not too many i love yous and uh you know instead of uh showing you how to do things uh carefully it's like he'll just watch you do it and then after you, you screw up he said he'll just say uh you know get the hell out of here or whatever so. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> i
0: don't sorry. know if you call that
3: i don't know if you call that tough love or whatever so yeah there wasn't a lot of uh all that but, uh, so uh, yeah, i grew and i grew up uh, like i said i just had, my sister was a lot older so i i, I, I kind of grew up as, as a loner uh, because they were out working and stuff. So there really wasn't uh, too many people around. So that's why at an early age, I, c- I kind of grew up as a loner and uh, learned uh, how to read and just uh, entertain myself and stuff. So yeah. it's all good. It's a blessing. Also, I learned how to take care of myself. Uh, you know, mom told me at an early age, you know, how to cook and uh, clean and do laundry for myself. So that's why, uh, you know, a lot of guys are like uh, lost and stuff. I'm not, uh, I've always been able to do that. And uh, the few times where I was with somebody uh, living with somebody, et cetera. And, uh, and, and uh, the, the partner would be like, oh, you know, well, I'll take care of, the, you know, the cooking and cleaning. I said, no, nah, I don't need, uh, I don't need to do it. I can handle right. that myself. I'm not the, yeah, I'm not that, I'm not that fucking uh, misogynist guy that's like, uh, yeah, have my dinner ready and cook and clean. I, I handle that. I don't mind handling all that for myself. But unfortunately, like the last good thing I had I, I was like ah no i don't need you to do that for me and then uh you know I, I was like a little too independent and uh she kind of broke it down to me she said uh, she said listen you you don't want me you don't let me do anything for you. The only thing you let me do for you is uh hmm, 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 so you really, don't, you, really, don't, you, really don't, you really don't need a woman you just need a a, a, a hooker that's all you need, uh, oh. you need woman. So, yeah and uh, wow. yeah that was one of the last that was one of the last things she said because i didn't really have anything to you know this is Wow! Yeah, I didn't really have anything to dispute that. So it was terrible. That was a terrible situation, that, that That's how I made a feel. That was that, that was rough because you know I was just too consumed with, with work and stuff, and I didn't. Uh, so you know I, I messed that up uh, on my own. And now now we get back to romance. I don't know how that happened. But, uh, you know, we, we get back to my disastrous uh, romantic story. <laughs> so good job. Thank you, Mr. Tim. Thank you. Uh, any other questions? No, it's any wingollin. other questions for this? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all good. It's, all, it's all good, it's all but, good. It's all no, good.
1: Like, I found that interesting because I'm raising a son and I I do too much for him I already know this and so I guess I feel a little bit comforted in the fact that like at least there there is this capacity for him to be taken care of you know but also it doesn't need to go to the extreme of that to where he can't do anything for himself um, so he needs that perfect middle ground. Um, but I, 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 struggle with it a lot of times and it's hard raising a boy, you know, it's, it's real weird out there right now for boys. Nah,
3: but that, that's one great thing. I think, uh, you know, I'm not one of these uh, old folks that say, Oh, you millennials don't know what the fuck you're doing and everything. It's, it's all too nice. You fucking snowflakes, yes. and all that shit. <laughs> nah, nah, I mean, I think, uh, you guys, with the parent, is it is way better than our generation, where you know the the for you know the only form of communication was a a right hand or a left hand or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you folks, uh, you, know, you know, talk to your kids and uh, find out what makes them tick and all that. It it's a lot better as far as that uh, situation.
2: That that is a thing, though. I guess with you know a lot of guys, especially the types of guys who don't necessarily have to try so hard, sort of you know. Party throughout their twenties, even into their thirties, perhaps, and they 're not that self sufficient so when they decide oh it 's time to get serious and settle down it it really means they're settling down because they need someone to take care of them they can 't do shit they 're not self sufficient and I guess it kind of I guess it kind of goes both ways in that there are a lot of women who sort of naturally want someone to take care of or think that that's expected of them, whatever the case may be. And those are just kind of the relationship dynamics. And I don't know, it's just weird for for me to think about because I think similar to you, Chad, I am pretty self-sufficient myself. Um, Learned to do for myself at a pretty young age and haven't really needed someone to take care, to take care of me. Like you know, I will be just doing something basic like grocery shopping and get home and think, occasionally think, it would be really nice if I just had somebody to help bring in these goddamn groceries. <laughs> <some little laughs> like, not that I can't do it. it Trust me, like,
1: married people think that too. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, well, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily going to be any better <laughs> right? if you are.
1: <laughs> so. No, that I... Getting back
3: to that settling thing, yeah, I have I have a lot of uh, quite a, a lot of friends uh, that uh, just settled, and they they yes. just you know wanted somebody to to you know to be married and have the kids, but unfortunately uh, when the the wife's away, they look to stick their dick in uh, anything uh, else. So it's just uh, mm. that's not a good situation. Mm. Suspect not,
2: but I mean that's I've heard that. With like I have one of my cousins who I, I grew up with was. You know, sort of a ladies' man when we were younger and got to the point where he was like, "Uh, I don't think I'm just going to, you know, date these young chicks anymore. I need somebody who, you know, I'm not going to just throw on the bed and fuck, but I want somebody who's going to fold my underwear. And, you know, a lot of these girls aren't going to do that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, uh, I guess. And it was just, <laughs> it just seemed like such a fucked up thing, but... That's
3: ah, that's the mindset with... Yeah, like Chris uh, Rock says, man's as faithful as his options. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably a lot of
2: truth behind that. Mm. All right, so we got back on the
3: subject of romance. <laughs> I, don't, it, I don't know which one of you did that. but uh, It anyway, was that, you, i pretty sure. That was a sneaky trick, that was a sneaky <laughs> trick. No.
1: I think that's your own subconscious trying to
3: purge and talk about it with us which is fine we
2: can do that yeah. it's all good it's all good mm-hmm. well you said you uh you had tried therapy and you weren't crazy about it right
3: yeah there was the uh, uh, too much asking about uh kind of like what i just did asking about you know family and stuff like that uh, stuff i didn't really want to talk about you know why my relationship uh wasn't that good you know maybe with my folks or whatever but uh, actually, yeah, there's no complaints with that anymore. It's not all lovey dovey, but it could have been worse. And and they in a the way it worked out great because they taught me how to be independent real early, and uh, I'm glad of that. I never like had to borrow like you know even like a you know more than like a dollar or two from anybody, and that was that hasn't been for like you know thirty forty years. So taught me how to be financially responsible, and uh, I appreciate that. Awesome. Now,
2: picture. Picture this. We're, we're doing a hypothetical now, and while I dislike hypothetical scenarios, I, I think I'm going to spring one on you. Uh, if you did have children, and, and Jenny, I want to get your take, too, Okay. since, since you have a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting with Jenny, uh, do you think it would be easier raising a son or a daughter right now? Mm.
3: Mm, no nah, it would be harder and uh and it, it, at one on the one hand it's one of my regrets in life but on the other hand it's not because i, I would probably uh spoil them too much and uh <laughs> they would probably grow up to be fucking uh spoiled fuckheads and, uh, it, it wouldn't be a good would not be a good situation uh, yeah i don't equally I don't, so boy or girl doesn't doesn't really matter oh, oh a girl would be worse she, worse uh, oh, she she'd just run all over yeah it is, uh, I, I never i haven't said no to a woman in my life so, uh, <laughs> that will be, be an epic disaster yeah so a way, would... it, it's a blessing and a curse yeah,
2: yeah she'd walk all over you huh oh, Ah. Yeah. <laughs> now jenny what about your take um I'm not saying preference or anything. I'm no, just saying. No, no.
1: I've, I've always been happy to be a boy mom. Um, yeah. I, I can't imagine being a girl mom because, um, you know, like I've said before, I grew up with all boys and um, I, I don't want to say they're easier, um, but it's, it's just, um, there's a level of. Um,
2: so that mother daughter thing, like. You know, there's mother-daughter issues and...
1: No, no, like, I don't, I don't feel like I have any mother-daughter issues. It's just like, there's just something about a son that's different to me. Um, I think it's because um, I just feel like I, I can, I don't want to say relate, but like I want, I want my son to know more about... What it means to like be around girls. I don't. I don't know if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. No, at it makes sense. Like, but my son is also very different <laughs> <laughs> um, because he's he prefers the company of adults. Like he's he's much more um, comfortable with adults um, than children for the most part, part. Although he does get along well with kids, um, but he just has this level of awareness and intelligence of like you know how kids have like this layer of innocence and like um he doesn't have that like he (laughs) he's just like he knows things you know what I mean like he's he's just different and I love that about him and also I hate that about him because I feel kind of sad that he doesn't have that but also it's it just makes it it's going to be easier for him to transition into a real world. I think that, that he knows that some things just fucking suck. Like there's no explanation. There's no reason. It's just how it fucking is. Like, and you just have to just work with that. And he has learned that lesson like super early. And I don't know that. I think that girls, just speaking from myself, um, we have a lot of, Expectations of the people around us that want us to like, want them to pick up on our feelings, you know, want us to intuit a lot of things. And he doesn't, he doesn't intuit anything. So you just have to be real little, literal with him. And I think a lot of guys are really like that. I don't know. I'm rambling, but anyway. No, you're not.
2: I'm listening. It, and I mean, yeah.
1: It helps to be I'll direct, agree. you know, it helps to just fucking say it. Um, and, and I struggle with that as I think just a, I think it's just a, a female thing. Sometimes it just, you don't want to have to like explain it. You want him to like understand your feelings (laughs) and emotions. Um, and it doesn't (laughs) happen like that. It's just, you know, most dudes are not like that. You have to spell it out for them.
2: There's degrees of it. I mean, some, some dudes will kind of get it after a while, but others are just like, just, just tell me,
1: right? What yeah, do. and
2: what do you want me to say like, can we not do the, these Elizabethan parlors? Right,
1: and and I've always been very direct, but that also has negative connotations because um, it can feel like um, the other person is being micromanaged or um, the directness is um, intimidating, mm-hmm. so that it makes them afraid to say things. Um, because of my reaction, which I've had this, you know, bunches of times. And it's like, look, you know, I might have a blow up reaction, but I'm going to get over it. Like we can still talk about it. But I mean, I might still yell, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but I, I just think that my whole demeanor fits raising a boy than it does raising a girl. Because I'd be like, little bitch, just get over yourself and let's just move on with our life. <laughs> and I think girls need a little bit more than that. Yeah, I don't want yeah, have no. that in me. <laughs>
2: That is an excellent explanation.
1: No, it's not. It's horrible.
2: No, it's very good. (laughs)
1: Fucking trash.
3: So, in other words, in other words, teach them how to figure out women as soon as possible, and the better off you'll be in life.
1: Right? Like, just yeah. I mean, not even figure out, but just um, just ask them what the fuck they want, and then just do what the fuck they want. I mean that's literally all you have to do.
2: Poor kid. Yeah. Put it that way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And he's horrible at it now, but he's nine. He still has some time to figure it
2: out. Nine is is okay. Yeah. You can cut somebody some slack. Right.
1: I don't expect him to know everything at this point.
2: At least he's not a snowflake millennial like us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that weird?
2: Uh, Isn't that weird? The, The way that people talk about millennials, like. We're in our thirties and it's just, I don't know. It's, it's weird to hear the way that,
3: I yeah, mean. It's, it, right off the bat, it's a, it's a, it's a negative like word. Like, yeah. 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 So it's got that stigma, but it's, uh, that's all that stuff is ridiculous. Man. I don't I, I see people, you know, in my age group that act like idiots is a, once again, I, I'm blessed uh, because of life experiences that uh, I just see idiots and great people of all races, ages, et cetera. So, I, none of that stuff affects me. You know? yeah, I can't say I'm real
2: big on the whole generational age cohort thing that that we like to do. Other than having it as a description, a category that exists, fine. But I just I think it's weird how we make generalizations. Based on that kind of information, it's just, you know, there's a wide swath of experiences between the upper and the lower extremes of being a millennial or a baby boomer, Generation X, whatever you are. It's just, I don't know, doesn't really account for individual differences. I guess it's not supposed to, but I just, that stuff just kind of rubs me the wrong way. It's just so gross. All right, as I have ranted now, <laughs> I want to get into, let's play a game of just, like, favorites. How about that? Yeah. Well, so keep it a little bit light. Sort of a lightning round. It's it's putting you on the spot, J.A.D., but uh, I don't know. I think we can have some fun with this. Uh, so I want to... So should we even ask what your favorite movie is or is it
3: just... uh, Yeah, I already spit it that it's Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it,
2: we, should, we can blow right past that one then. All right. What's uh do you have a favorite uh favorite artist, band, group music?
3: Ah, uh, to, to pick one would be impossible. I, I pr- if you put a gun to my head to pick one, I'd have I probably go with Bruce uh, Springsteen. Springsteen. Yeah. All right. Got a favorite Springsteen song? Oh, uh, Thunder Road.
2: Okay. I can feel it. Fuck with that. Mm. Would that be your, like, all-time favorite song or just favorite Springsteen? Nah, song? that's not... Different I'm not, question.
3: I'm not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not really one big on, uh, like, favorites. I, that's just a, a gun to the head thing. I, gun I, to the head. Maybe another night I'd come up with with somebody else. I'd come up with, like, Tom Petty or something. There's, like, 30 uh, answers I could get to that, so... Gotcha. I'm not really big on like uh, top five and top three and stuff. There's, there's like a bunch of shit that I like that's all tied for one. So that's, yeah, uh, yeah. Absolutely. But this night, this night I'll give that answer. Another night, it might be another answer.
2: Yeah. No, nah, that's okay. We we will uh, we won't hold you to that. Th- this is why I don't participate in a lot of the list projects because you get down to the the nitty gritty of it. That top five is just kind of very interchangeable. Yeah, especially, and I like
3: all, all types of music too. I'm not just like not to one genre. I like uh, a little bit of everything, so right. I got a, a wide variety of uh, of interests there.
2: Yeah, how about television? You got a favorite show, or you know, a couple shows that? Ah,
3: uh, definitely. Time works uh, for? So, Sopranos and The Wire would definitely be in uh, in the conversation.
2: How but, did you feel about that Sopranos finale?
3: Uh, it was a. Uh, I, I wasn't. I didn't hate it as as much as as most people do. Yeah. It, at least it was. At least it was different. L- think- like uh, for instance, I, I liked the uh, Breaking bed, but I just thought the that finale was just a little. It cleaned up everything a little too tidy. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, sometimes that's what life is. Sometimes life is just uh, stuff goes uh, unanswered and uh, stuff's a little open. So uh, I, I didn't mind it as much as uh, most fans do.
2: No, I got it. I I probably hated that Sopranos finale at the time. It just kind of felt like. Oh, uh, they're just trolling, you know, however many million people are watching this right now. And then, like, I don't know, in the year since, I I guess I kind of get it a little bit more. So that's, that's a show I kind of want to go back and revisit um, because I got into it a little bit later and I had to play catch-up. And, uh, I don't know, I just want to watch the whole thing in, like, one big shot again, you know? And they're doing that... Uh, Aren't they doing, like, a prequel series or something to
3: it? Yeah, movie, yeah.
2: prequel movie?
3: Yeah.
1: Isn't his, like, for real son going to be in that?
3: Yeah, his son is an actor. His son has been in uh, some stuff. His his son's been in the Deuce and uh, stuff. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting,
2: but... Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like... I don't know. I don't really like prequels just because... Unless it was set up that way in the first place where... You know, you're supposed to start in the middle and then, you know, go back. Something like a, you know, something like the Godfather uh, trilogy. It just seems to not work because if it's all that interesting, then well, I think we'd be watching it in the first place, not going back years and years and years later and then deciding, well, here's the story before the story.
3: Yeah, the but, same uh, thing with the the Breaking Bad movie too. I, I mean, it's it's not going to be as as good as the show, but uh, I'll I'll still check them out. But uh, it's uh, like the shows are so great that like how much uh, better can you make it? It's like,
2: yeah. I mean, I have enjoyed Better Call Saul, but I mean, you're talking different characters, so I think you can get away with it with that. But I would agree with you that that finale was a little bit too neat and tidy. Let's see. How about uh, get into wrestling a little bit? What's, yeah. What's your favorite uh, live event that
3: you've attended? Wow. Uh, that's a tough one. It would probably have to be the ECW One Night Stand, the first one.
2: Oh, shit. Oh, man. So you- you were there for that very first one. It was in yeah. uh I, I was there for
3: both of them, but yeah the, the yeah, the first one that was that was bananas. Uh yeah. <laughs> were
2: you like was... a big ECW guy back in the day? Actually,
3: uh not really. Uh I w I wasn't big, but you know, I, I watched it uh I, I didn't I didn't like catcher from the beginning, but I caught it when it came on here in uh in New York and uh I just saw so well, I wasn't a huge fan, but the but yeah, but that show was ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah, we um we tried to watch some early. I say tried. That's sort of the operative word. Ooh, uh, wow. Yeah, in the Place Me Nation uh, live watch group that we have, and I don't know. I was digging it. I don't know what the rest of that group was thinking. Jenny, you were there. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, I I, th- I thought we should have kept going with 1993
3: oh, yeah. ECW. Wild Man Sal Belomo was a. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I know Jenny. I know Jenny liked him. He's got the dad body. <laughs> <laughs> The fucked up hair. I think he wears uh, sweatpants. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, everybody What's in the crowd wears sweatpants trouble. at ECW.
3: No. Sandman, you must have loved Sandman coming out in his uh, sweatpants. <laughs> yes.
1: No, I liked ECW. It was just real hard to follow. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but I did like the rawness of it. Like it just. Um, oh, greedy. Yeah, yeah real just, greedy. just like just like shoot fucked up stuff. And yeah. that's what I kind of like.
3: Just basic production value just
1: real yeah. real gritty yeah. man, yeah.
2: Medusa and Sherry throwing down right. our hotel lobby. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. That, that
1: was amazing.
2: Uh,
1: it's like easy EC- it's like uh, WCW on crack or on meth. I mean
2: <laughs> <laughs> You had to correct yourself, yeah. not meth not crack but meth. <laughs> uh a cracker meth, no. Um, <laughs> we'll not do that. Uh, so, are you you're going to be attending the uh, the WrestleMania thirty five coming up, right? Oh, definitely yes. So, what are you looking? What's your What's your kind of outlook for that? Like, what's are you planning a long weekend? What's your game plan for for that whole experience? Uh, I'm,
3: I'm, it's gonna be mostly just the events. Uh, as far, I don't know about the extracurricular stuff. We, we'll see what we have time for. But I'm definitely doing NXT Friday. I'm doing the the G1 ROH show Saturday. Yeah. While while, while the gang's gonna be uh, ent- having other forms of entertainment, and I'll be uh, doing WrestleMania Sunday. So, it's...
2: so you can basically just. Commute in. You don't need to get like a hotel or accommodation. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm uh, the only thing. Yeah, WrestleMania the night of, I got a, I got a room in Jersey because yeah, uh, I don't want to drive back from Jersey after that because Jersey Long Island's like a hour and a half, couple hours. And especially getting out, I don't want to fuck with getting out of that parking lot. So I got a I got a room just for that night. But uh yeah, Friday and Saturday I'll just be uh, training it in to sure. Mm.
2: You doing Airbnb?
3: No, nah, no, nah, I, I got a, I got a Hilton on his, uh some points. Uh, oh, all right. For the night, yeah, yeah, I'm not a, yeah, I'm also, I'm, I'm particular about uh, where I stay. I'm not, uh, I w- I'm not an Airbnb guy. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I like to. Uh, I don't want to hear uh, somebody in the next room while I'm rubbing, rubbing one out. You, know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't.
3: <laughs> nah, I like a little privacy. I can't. I'm very particular. And also, my morning uh, dump is, uh, you know. Once you're, <laughs> once you hit, once you hit like past forty or fifty that morning dump is a is a disaster you don't want, any, you don't want anyone within you don't want anyone within a thousand uh, yards of your morning dump yeah you need total concentration and total silence man yeah mm. when when I share a room with the boys, I always have the courtesy I always go to the uh, hotel lobby and uh, blow and blow that one up I don't oh, know. Man. but that that's guy code you don't uh when you're sharing a room you don't, uh, you, don't blow up, uh, you don't blow up the you don't blow up the rooms. Where, where the guys uh, are so close that they could uh, you know smell your, uh, what you ate the last week <laughs> I don't know I have not been extended that
2: courtesy a lot
1: you are not helping my feelings on my first trip to, <laughs> to your state
3: right. mm, some of those guys don't some of those guys don't follow the same rules as I do so I don't, uh, I don't have to tell you yeah.
1: alright I'm just a sweet southern girl and I'm going to come up there and just be like overwhelmed mm. with apparently smells and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not know what's happening it's gonna be something i don't know yeah. if it'll be great or not we'll see
2: you're gonna as soon as as soon as you open a, a hotel room door if it's uh more than i would say more than two guys um it's gonna smell like feet immediately like,
1: well, oh I'm not God, staying with these days, guys. So you no, know, I'm
2: just, I, I'm just saying, like if if you're at the same hotel and you're doing like hotel parties or whatever, um, that that's what's going to happen. Like as soon as you set your bags down, if there's more than three guys in a room, it's it's immediately smelling like feet. So just just be prepared if All if right. that.
1: Well, feet happens. I can handle. I mean, yeah, I do have a well, son, so. Okay.
2: You're just a sweet I'm, Southern
1: I'm not easily grossed out. I'll, right. I'll say that. It takes a lot. So,
2: what do you think about WrestleMania extracurriculars? Are you going to get uh, J.D. in on some of this stuff? Hmm. Why?
1: Well, like what? <laughs> I don't know. Karaoke? You know? Um... Well, in the past, he I know how you all do it, yeah, he's not been that fond of hanging out at night I have to
3: get a mull- I have to get a mulligan on the uh on the New Orleans. I was a little uh, ill, I was under the weather i'm not, I'm not the type i I rarely ever get sick i, I get sick like uh, once every two, three years, but I had like some kind of bronchitis or something, so mm. but i don't wanna and I'm not the type that goes, wham i I'm sick, and everybody <laughs> pay attention to me so so I just kind of gutted my way through it, but that was uh yeah, yeah. I wasn't at hundred percent that weekend, but uh I did did my best.
1: Uh, You did good.
3: I did all right. I did my best. And also I slowed down in a drink because it just puts me to sleep. So I'm only (laughs) only limited to two or three drinks. Yeah, uh, I turned into a sleepy drunk. uh, You
1: you did have, um, what was it, like a hurricane or a hand grenade? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I had to, yeah. Yeah, I had
3: one of each. I had a a hand grenade, a hurricane, sure, yeah. I remember that. Got to get the local flavor. And, uh, but, but yeah, also we were counting on the, the karaoke on we the, were. Uh, that why? was a bust. Yeah, it that was. was a bust. That
1: sucked. Yeah. yeah. That
3: was a bust. So that, that was another reason why I was, I was holding out. I would have, I would have busted one out. I'm, uh, that, that's one of my, uh, hobbies, my pastimes, uh. but uh, unfortunately nothing uh, clears the room out when, uh, you know, a, a post, an over 50 year old guy singing, uh, Creep, the Radiohead version. Uh, <laughs> not, not, nothing, nothing clears out a room faster. Of, uh, if there's any uh, wet chicks, uh, that, that shit will dry up instantly. When, uh, when you show up alone at a karaoke and you bust out radio head creep, that, uh, that, that's, uh, that's a room clearer right there. You might, you might as well just throw down a nice uh, uh, friggin' anthrax napkin that's, uh, that clears the room. <laughs> it's one of my favorites, so uh, yeah.
1: Well, now we're definitely doing karaoke, so so i can that you're doing, that. Creep. You're doing <laughs> that for sure
3: and then and then after i told them, I, I, I said what's the matter you fucks i said radiohead doesn't even sing that at their concerts at least you get to hear it you fucks <laughs> yes where so yep, are you, go- you going I, I was saying that as they were walking out i was like where the fuck are you going <laughs> you're, you're not gonna hear that at a radiohead concert <laughs> you fucking." that's right they don't like to play it why too, yeah, popular. It's too popular. Too yeah, oh, popular.
1: Yeah. Jesus, get over yourself.
3: Exactly. Uh, yeah, that is one of my favorites. Yeah, I do. I do. I do like to do a little karaoke. Yeah. yeah that's you, one of my staples.
0: I, I need
2: to. I need to hear some stories. You know, and I, I like to live vicariously through Jenny on these trips. So
1: <laughs> it's, oh, it's, honey.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm not used to, you know, having, like, friends and uh, doing the group things. Uh, you know, I, I mostly do a, a solo venture. So, yeah, the, I, I kind of just blend in uh, on, the, on the group thing and try not to be too awkward and stuff. But, well, once in a while, that will be the life of the party. i throw a one-liner in here or there. But yeah. we'll see what's going to go down. Well, you mentioned uh, some hurricanes, some hand
2: grenades in New Orleans. Do you have a favorite mixed drink or beverage of choice?
3: Nah, I just uh keep it to a, a simple blue blue moon now. Uh, if, if the guys are uh got got around the some fireball shots or something I'll uh, yeah. join in. but uh, nothing uh I, I don't have a favorite. Uh, just just whatever sort of the drink of the day is. I I'm, I'm more down to uh, to fruity uh craft beers and uh, anything <laughs> with fruit it, uh, anything grapefruit or mango, that's uh that's how pathetic, uh it is now. Blue moon, you know, with the night with the friggin' uh, fruity orange in it. That's uh, <laughs> that's my speed right about now.
1: You so. know, I tried those um, grapefruit beers, and they do taste good. Like, they're good. Oh, they're amazing. But yeah, it will take yeah, 18 of those fuckers to get me drunk at this point. Like, yeah. I would be yeah. bloated beyond repair <laughs> before mm-hmm. any drunkenness happens on grapefruit beer. So. And
3: I, I built up uh, too much of a tolerance. So, like I said, I was, like, a big kid, so uh, I grew up, like, fast. So, even when I was younger in my teens, I, I, I used to, you know, drink a lot of hard stuff in, in my younger days, and... uh I used to be able to drink a lot, but as the the years gone down, I just turned to a sleepy drunk. So <laughs> I, I want to be able to, also I want to be able to enjoy the moment because there was a lot of things, you know, games, concerts, shows I went to that I, you know, I totally have no remembrance of. Right, so. that is. True. I, I like to I like to enjoy the moments. So. Yeah, I, I guess that's the uh,
2: the downside. Sometimes you you might drink as sort of a social lubricant, and then realize the next day I don't remember what the fuck I did. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You want to stop when you got that perfect buzz, when you're just like giddy. And uh, mm-hmm. And that's yeah, when it's the still, hardest to remember stuck. everything. Yeah, exactly. You just keep going. Yeah. All right. So uh,
2: what is your favorite um, 70s or 80s pornographic film?
1: <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking.
3: It would, you, it would have to be uh, Debbie Does Dallas. Definitely. Oh,
1: my God. And I'll Plus, tell you why. It, it was such a long classy because motherfucker. Because
3: it was such a it was such a landmark uh, movie because uh, I actually just saw a documentary Inside Deep Throat. It's uh, highly recommended. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's, not, it's not just all pervy. It was just uh, you know about the movie stuff, and, and it shows uh, like Linda Lovelace for example, the the porn stars of the seventies were like uh, kind of uh, what do you call them uh, butterfaces. Uh, <laughs> reason for like linda Lovelace said she had like uh fucked up teeth she was uh i, I don't know how you would rub one out to her you know? but then again you know if she threw a nice one uh she gave a nice hummus so that was a, that was about it they used her talents to the best of it but that's why debbie Dow- does that Dow- was such a landmark because you know the blonde uh, bambi whatever was, uh, was was stunning you know yeah. that was the first time you really saw like, like a, a legitimate eight you know getting banged out and stuff <laughs> And of course, uh, and, the, and the classic moment when, uh, you know, the old fucker came out with the, uh, with the football pants and <laughs> his uh, shots <laughs> to his uh, football pants. And he said, he said, I always wanted to be uh, one of the football players. And, uh, you know, and, and then he you know, made a bark at the moon. That was uh, pretty good. You know, um, especially now in my engage in my uh, twilight years, I could uh, always count on that uh, as inspiration. Oh, was the guy, Mr. Greenfield or whatever the fuck his name was. And he came out with those football pants with his uh, with his big hog, and she was like, "Oh, Mr. Greenfeld." Uh,
2: <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's definitely a turning point seeing uh, seeing people who are actually attractive <laughs> in adult films. Oh, I love it! And uh, did did anyone go on to star in uh, Pro Ball Cheerleaders?
3: Bambi Woods or something? I don't know. <laughs> I said, well, Could be.
2: Wasn't familiar with that one, unlike,
3: uh, yeah, the saw, yeah, that didn't ring a bell. I seen the uh, I saw that poster, but uh, th- th- I think I missed that one.
1: You should oh. look it up. J. worth J-Ross
2: yeah. swears by it,
1: especially if you like the sports themes. That's right.
3: No, I, I, I usually don't like to mix uh, sports and uh, stuff. I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's the only time I'm very misogynist when, uh, whenever you know there's, there's a good game on, and then like uh, Aaron Andrews and one of them uh, chicks come out that doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Uh, <gasps>
1: How dare you, sir!
3: Even though Jenny uh, beat me in the uh, I the, sure the Pixar did segment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jennifer West uh, actually is the Dallas Darlings Pro Bowl 2. I don't, I don't. Candida Royale, I think, is. Uh, uh, she yeah. sounds familiar, and Jennifer West, yeah, Candida else definitely sounds familiar. But yeah, I, like I, I don't like to mix those. I don't want to get a boner when I'm watching football. Uh, you, know, it's, there's a, you know, there's usually a, know, there's usually 19 guys to one chick around. And it's not, it's not, it's not conducive to any sort of sexual activity. So, yeah, I don't, I don't need some hot chick about on there telling me, telling me, uh, you know, about a cover two or some shit like that. Oh
1: my <laughs> Jesus!
3: That's the only. That's the only time I'm misogynist. Uh, yeah, when it comes to my sport, when it comes to sports.
2: Well, I too am afraid I'll get a burn- boner when I watch football. <laughs> That's why I don't do it. Especially that is when I
1: specifically why I watch it. So same thing yeah. personally.
3: Uh, on Mr. Criscola's network, there's a there's a pre game show and they have one of the uh one of the young ladies. She, she used to be like. She used to be the president of the Raiders, actually, Amy Trask, and uh, she's in there talking uh, cover two and Split ends there just just once. I want I want the guys to stop what they're doing and say, "Honey, can you please get some snacks for the table?" The men are talking football here. Can you go t- keep going to the kitchen and may- whip up some snacks? Uh, I- I'd love for that to happen. Mm. Damn, that was okay. a, that. That I've was seen... a bomb right there. I hear the silence right there. That was, no, no, I was. A, I, they, they, seeing, they can't uh, all be winners. What did uh, <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy Bob do? one say bad Santa? They can't all be winners, son. Uh, you know, they
1: can't, uh, I wanted uh, to make you sweat it just a little bit. I, I was kind of fucked up. But.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing a, a crossover potential into the uh, the adult film market in that scenario. Just, by all means, yeah, let's let's get that going. So my takeaway from this conversation is that more women need to drop the motherfucking chads and get with a jad.
1: (laughs) Yes. That is the new tagline for this show. I think we
2: need to get behind that. We need to make it happen.
1: Hashtag. Yes.
2: I think you are a sweetheart and a charming individual. Mm -hmm. And first in my heart, as far as Northeast, um, so no,
3: I'm, I'm very flattered, uh, you guys. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad I, I, was to, I was close to it. I was close to a couple times, but I didn't break down. But I was close to uh, If you could, I was about to channel. Uh, maybe this reference is too old. Mike Schmidt when uh, his retirement uh, speech. Uh, no, mm. no sports fan doesn't ring a bell. I don't, no, uh, no, no, no. Not old, that it's too old. It's look, you two, uh, Google it after we get off this, you <laughs> fucking millennial fucks. Mike Schmidt, legendary, cried like a bitch during his, <laughs> his retirement test speech. Nineteen eighty uh, something, uh, eighty six, eighty seven. Uh, Google it, you fucking know nothing.
0: <laughs> I just
1: want to end Damn. it like that. Let's just end it like that.
3: No,
2: yeah, you nah, nah. drop the <laughs> alright you, you northeast perverted <laughs> jackass whenever it whenever
3: gets too sentimental I gotta you gotta give the, you gotta leave your gimmick you gotta give them what they want I they agree. want the dice man you got the dice man alright valentine's day is coming hey it, O's are it, red yeah. violets are blue get on your knees and take this goo! Hey. <laughs> Violets are blue, roses are red. Get down and give me some help. No. <laughs> tried are, are to be we? a gentleman, but that's what nope. that's what the, that's what nope. they want. Fuck you know, you got to live the gimmick. You got to live yeah. the gimmick twenty four seven.
2: That's a challenge we all face. <laughs> oh,
3: <that's> so wonderful.
2: <laughs> okay, so are we still on? Are we still rolling? We're still rolling.
1: Uh, <laughs> I no, mean, I'm like not, I might cut this, but I probably won't.
2: No, you probably won't. I don't I don't think you should. Uh, J A D, do you have anything you'd like to promote, get over, uh at social media and the like?
3: Uh just uh, me and Roger do the This Week in NFL, uh lovely uh podcast. We try to be serious. I do throw a couple dick jokes in when Roger lets me and uh, <laughs> and, and he laughs uh, politely and uh also, I have a weekly column. Uh, my journalistic skills, which I—I uh, I was a failed journalist in uh, school. Uh, I, actually, I took it as a minor in uh, college, and they—they uh, they sent me out to like uh, cover the women's soccer team. And I'm like, hey, I gotta fucking go to work to pay for fucking school. I can't be covering no fucking women's soccer. And uh, so, you know, failed <laughs> journalist nothing, Jenny. Damn, man. Mm-hmm. I know. Come on, Jenny.
2: Damn. I'm here.
3: I'm here. Damn, I should have—I should have quit while I was ahead. I should have went out on top. But it is. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, fault the uh, guy for trying i guess
3: and also on the oh yes of course the uh the great podcast with andy atherton which uh your lovely co-host calls the old man uh podcast hi, uh, hi, yes. old, old, man. Mm-hmm. old cast yes old, old the old cast yeah we got a uh, 1973 uh if you remember it was a very good year which uh, you know you fuckers weren't around for it so <laughs> was, <trust> me, <laughs> it was a good year and uh why, why don't you guys uh, tune into it yeah Last time, we, last time we discussed the godfather did you ever hear of it it was a pretty good movie uh yeah. it was no uh it, it wasn't as good as uh whatever the fuck now avengers 16 or whatever Ooh. the fuck that <laughs> you guys watch now but uh it was uh tim would agree with that movie. i'm sure you guys should see it sometime man yeah
2: i uh i'm only familiar with cw programming
3: so <laughs> I'm
2: not sure what you mean
3: uh, uh, so that's, that's one thing. Uh You know, I, I, I was a, I wasn't much of a comic books guy, but I did like Archie comics, and uh, I am watching Riverdale. Are and you fucking oh, serious? Oh, we got another yeah, hour then. Oh, I'm a little disappointed Because go. I'm waiting For the big uh, uh, The three way With Archie Betty and Veronica <laughs> mm. they, they done okay. fucked it up Because they got Jughead uh, dating Betty Jughead wasn't into No fucking bras <laughs> <laughs> Jughead, Jughead, Jughead was like me He just wanted to Fucking eat a burger And go rub one out And uh, you know He didn't want to Talk to no fuck Waste no time Talking to no fucking bras He, he was my hero In the comic books so I love Jughead Just get a, just get a burger And a waste your time With these fucking
0: Hooys and,
3: uh, and now they got him He's dating fucking The hottest uh, chick Betty It's a uh, Little ridiculous. That's my oh, take on Riverdale. That's it. Uh, that's all you get out of me anyway. So So you, you you're more that. of a
1: Betty than a Veronica girl? What
3: do you think? Nah. actually in the comics I was more Veronica, but in the show I'm more of a Betty uh, Really? Uh, some, mm. Yeah, something about that mouth. I don't know. Mm. If I go any longer it'll be a creep show here, but uh a, yeah, 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 she's a rough one. Oof.
2: Well, I mean, you have to understand that the the Jughead actor was voted like one of the most desirable choice male actors or something in the whatever Millennial Choice Awards.
3: All right, so, God. like I said, did he, these people that grow up reading their comics books? Jughead, uh, he had that ugly chick uh, Midge or whatever the fuck was was after. I mean, he Midge. Was whole He just wanted to eat a burger and fucking. Uh, he did not want to. He didn't talk to no. He don't want to talk to no. Brood, <laughs> Love it.
1: He was pretty much super, like, in love with Archie, though, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So so before his time, he was, uh, maybe he had those feelings, yeah. So maybe the comic book was before its time. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. That's cool. I've been missing out.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Just my take.
3: He was a loyal friend, though. He was a good guy. That's why I I, Mm -hmm. I liked him.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, have you seen the made-for-TV movie, uh... What's yes. That? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
3: And I've heard, uh, it, yeah, I heard yeah. the, yeah, the podcast. Yes, that was good. That was a I probably got that on a uh, videotape somewhere. <laughs> probably. Yeah.
1: Dude. What's it called? Return to Riverdale. Uh,
3: oh, yeah.
2: uh from Riverdale yeah, and
1: back. back yeah. Back some,
3: again. Yes, yeah. Some yeah,
2: yeah, some yeah
1: shit like that. Oh my God.
2: With the the that now that Jughead was Hesh Mesh. Yeah,
1: um, for sure.
2: <laughs> that's oh, yeah. that's where it's at.
1: What was that and song he's, that
2: he sang? Sugar, sugar. Sugar, sugar. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do his rendition. I'm not Greg Phillips. So. Can't really get the uh, that cadence, right? All right. Well, now I think we're going out on a high
1: note. Yeah, we are.
3: And you are my candy girl,
2: Jimmy.
1: Aw. <laughs> you sweet talker, you.
3: Mm. Jenny. Jenny, I saved the best life at the end. Yeah, you did. I appreciate
2: yes, it. <laughs> it. Absolutely. Jenny, your other podcast projects and social medias, please.
1: Oh, my God. There's so many. What what well, all do I do? Okay. Um, there's Geek and Sassy. Hopefully a new one coming soon. Soonish. Um, there is Freak Out Drive-In, um, in which Justin and I just watched Suburban Commando. Um Because that's scary. And then, um, let's see, what else I got? Um, Me and you, Tim, we created our own spinoff podcast.
2: Yes, we did.
1: (laughs) So by the time this comes out, it will be already out. And it is on the wrestling feed, the Place Nation wrestling feed. It is called Talking WCW because we love to do that with our friend Greg Phillips. Our first episode was about... Um, the one, the only, the Daddy Arn Anderson. And, uh, it was, like, uh, super fun. Well, I'm, like, all about that podcast. I'm just, like, ugh, freaking out about it. All me. about that,
2: that podcast. All about that Play podcast. I love it. your podcast.
1: I learned how to edit podcasts just so I could do that with you guys. Like, I was, like, I want to do this so hard. I'm going to learn how to do this myself. So, I edited that whole podcast by myself. And, um... So, check that one out. And then, pretty sure there's going to be a Hard Traveling Fanboys that I'm on here pretty soon talking about Ant Man and the Wasp. And then, who knows? And then you can find me on Twitter at Jenny Cruz 2814.
2: Awesome. Excellent. And as for myself, yes, the aforementioned brand new Talking WCW, our pilot episode coming your way soon, if it hasn't dropped already by the time you are hearing this, on Place to Be Nation Wrestling, looking at three matches from the WCW career of Arn Anderson, and that's what we're going to do every episode with that show, right? We're mm-hmm. going to, not Arn Anderson, well it might just be all <laughs> Arn Anderson, we have considered it, we've we talked about doing that, but the idea anyway is to take a different WCW wrestler each episode and break down... Three of their matches chosen by each of us, one from me, one from you, and one from the wonderful and hilarious Greg Phillips, who has joined us for that. So look for that on a monthly basis on Place Me Nation Wrestling. On this feed, Place Me Nation Pop, in addition to this show, I am one quarter of the Marvel Age podcast with Nick Duke, with Todd Weber, with Russell Sellers. We have our second half of 1969 dropping soon again, if you have not heard it already. What already, year was that? 1969. Hot. hmm are <laughs> going to let that lie? Please do. Right. On social media, you can find me. Twitter at psych 68 That's C-Y-K-E-6-8 on Twitter.
3: I don't like to swing at the easy ones. I I like a challenge once in a while. Yeah,
1: fuck it.
3: Jenny swings at the easy ones. All the
1: time, baby. Set them up. I just gotta (laughs) knock them down.
3: Low hanging fruits
2: and low hanging balls. Can't resist either one. what we bring you each and every month (laughs) on Talkin' Pop for Jennifer Smith for our (laughs) for low-hanging
1: balls
2: for low-hanging
0: balls (laughs) I (laughs) am Tim's people we'll see you next time